Welcome to Both And with Bessie Graham, your weekly inspiration to help you use your time, talent, and treasure to make a bigger difference in the lives of others. I'm your host, Bessie Graham, award-winning entrepreneur with over 20 years of experience from the grassroots to the hallowed halls. Thanks for joining me. Let's jump in. This is the final episode in a three-part series where I'm unpacking what a both-and mindset requires of you in practice. In today's episode, I'm so excited to be jumping in to the discipline to anticipate and run scenarios through the practice of looking ahead. A big part of what I'll be doing is calling out some of the traps I've uncovered over the years and putting up clear signposts to help guide you as you seek to put this aspect of a both-and mindset to work. Looking ahead gives you glimpses into the incredibly important aspect of legacy and your vision for how you want to contribute and what you want to be part of in the world. For far too many people, legacy is something that tends to fall into one of three unhelpful camps. The first camp is made up of those who work to create a legacy that is driven by what others value and project onto them as being important or worthwhile. The second camp is filled with those who burn out or fall into martyrdom because they see legacy as a one-sided concept that is selfless and always about the other. The third camp is littered with the people who use legacy to cover up for a lifetime of damage they have inflicted. They have been ruthless, driven, and often taken advantage of others on their rise to the top. And then, at some point, they use the power and money that they have under the guise of legacy in an attempt to atone for their sins. Let's just say... I'm not a fan of this camp. While I want to help you avoid all three of these misconceptions of legacy, let's be really clear that how you make your money does matter just as much as what you do with it. So don't try and push everything off as an externality or hide under the glow of what seems to be generosity if you've made yourself super comfortable at the expense of others. I'm most interested in helping you avoid camp one and two. If you're a camp three kind of person, I'm not your girl. Now, before we jump more fully into legacy and looking ahead, let's do a quick recap on the first two episodes in this series. First up, we looked at the role of a foundational understanding and acceptance of yourself cultivated through the practice of looking back. 
We then followed up with the second episode where I unpacked the importance of an ability to read the room or situation through cultivating the practice of looking around. I hope that those two episodes gave you a much clearer understanding of the ways you can put a both and mindset into practice in your everyday life in ways that help you be more impactful and fulfilled. You've done the work to understand yourself. You've put that in context to be conscious of how it impacts others. And now it's time to get really clear on where you're headed and what you want to contribute to moving forward. Without a clear sense of where you're going, it's hard to stay focused, to prioritise or make aligned decisions, or to have a clear sense of what success looks like for you. Equally, without an ability to filter through the noise, chaos and competing interests out there, running scenarios and learning how to anticipate by looking ahead can be a rather overwhelming thought. So how do we hold both these things and equip ourselves to operate well as we look ahead? Professor of Rhetoric Richard Lanham's idea of the attention economy is a good one to keep in mind here as it relates to us as individuals. He points out that we are awash in information. We are exposed to as much information in a day as previous generations perhaps were exposed to in a year, and it is an assault on our senses. Lanham wrote about the misnaming of our current age as the information age. He pointed out that historical eras, such as the Bronze Age or the Stone Age, were named after the most sought-after, critical new technology or resource that had shifted social, cultural and political dynamics. For example, the discovery and the ability to make bronze suddenly gave certain groups power and opportunity that they didn't have before. He points out that the truth is the most precious resource and the way that we should be thinking about naming our current era, and I would argue also thinking about ourselves individually, is to honour and acknowledge that the most precious resource is human attention. Drilling into that a little further is the acknowledgement that we can only pay attention to and be present with quite a limited number of things at any one time. When it comes to looking ahead, this awareness of the importance of the role of human attention is critical. If you are to articulate your vision and design a legacy that is uniquely yours, you must ensure that you are not so distracted and pulled in multiple directions that end up watering down your impact through spreading yourself too thin to be effective. Understanding the attention economy allows us to step back and say, wow, my attention is split into these little fragments and then spread across hundreds of seemingly important things. No wonder I'm feeling frustrated. As you run scenarios, design your life and articulate your vision, 
understand and work with attention as the most precious resource that you have. Without learning to focus our attention and intentionally choose what we give our time, talent and treasure to, we risk mistaking movement for progress. I'm going to repeat that. We risk mistaking movement for progress. That mistake is so prevalent. It's everywhere. But unfortunately for those of us who are seeking to create an impactful legacy that leaves the world better than we found it, the consequences are far more destructive and disappointing if we don't catch ourselves and deeply reflect on and drive to clarity on what is really important. Where we're headed, how we'll know if we've arrived, and then how we will track if we are trending in the direction of our end goal. Only with that type of clarity can we truly gauge if our efforts are aligned with our end point. If your goals, vision or sense of legacy are too woolly and vague, you are far more likely to fall prey to the culture of more is more, busy is better and simplistic output numbers being dressed up as impact. I don't want that for you. I don't believe you want that. And I know that it will not give you the satisfaction that you seek or tap into the unique genius that only you can bring to the world. If you can harness your attention and get really clear on what success looks like for you, then you will dramatically reduce the risk of mistaking movement for progress. You've seen that in yourself and others, haven't you? I've certainly seen it in myself and those I work with. It's so easy to get busy and just assume, really it's more like we are crossing our fingers and hoping that we're making progress. But in the swirl, there's just so many moving parts and we're so busy that if we're honest with ourselves, we couldn't really answer that question. What does success look like? What does it look like for you? Do you know? Do you know with a level of colour, detail, nuance, and such a rich picture that it lights up all your senses and already feels real and possible. That's the level of clarity I want you to get to. It takes work and it takes time, but you can get there, I promise. I want you to sit with three ideas now as you reflect some more on looking ahead. The first is to build a practice of reverse engineering to help you move beyond thinking good intentions are good enough. As you look ahead with clarity and then reverse engineer, you can begin to answer the all-important questions. How will I know if I get there? And how will I gauge if I'm trending in the direction of my desired outcome? Once you've taken that first step, 
The second is to use running scenarios to get into the habit of doing what my beloved Brad calls taking it to its logical end. So, run what you are actually doing now to its logical end through a scenario and see if it gets you to where you want to go. You might want to play with the different approaches of running it to its logical end and then reverse engineering back to where you are today and see which approach gets you the best insight. Are the actions you're taking today contributing to or moving you in the direction of your vision? You could use a framework like the theory of change or a logic model to map out your activities, what outputs they directly result in, the outcomes that come from those outputs, and ultimately the contribution towards impact. We could run days of training on each of these elements, so I know there's a lot to get your head around. But for now, I want you to at least picture in your mind that there needs to be a logical relationship between what you're doing, as in where you are investing your time, talent and treasure, and the results or flow on impact that comes from those things. If there is no connection between what you're doing and where you want to land, it's time for some redesign. The third and final idea I want you to reflect on now brings us full circle back to the idea of legacy. I spoke to you about three common misconceptions about legacy that I would like to help you steer clear of. Now let me tell you about how I see legacy as a double-sided concept and why I think it is the most powerful way for you to bring it into your life at this crossroads you find yourself at. Many people tell me that there is an underlying discomfort or question for them around whether it's even possible to have both an impactful legacy and feel fulfilled themselves at the same time. They're worried that they are asking for too much or maybe even being naive. I hear you. And I understand if you're asking those or similar questions, but you're not asking for too much. In fact, a thoughtful approach to designing your legacy can actually increase how impactful you are in the world. And the process itself creates the space for some beautiful self-discovery that will be life-giving for you in far-reaching ways. The unspoken and often unquestioned sense that giving, generosity and contribution need to be selfless entirely about others and have an overtone of martyrdom or self-flagellation need to be replaced. Reactionary giving without thoughtful or informed decision-making can have massive negative unintended consequences. Good intentions are not good enough. Seeing legacy or the act of philanthropy as an outlet for guilt is neither healthy nor necessary. 
if we unpack the beliefs and mindset blocks behind your discomfort, we can create a win-win where you are both more fulfilled and more impactful. A double-sided approach to legacy is the opposite of selfish or naive. It is instead the most effective way to bring the level of thoughtfulness, reflection and accountability to the privileged position you find yourself in. If you spend some time reflecting on these areas and put what you learn into practice as you look ahead and use that to guide your actions now, your impact in the world will be dramatically improved. If something has stirred in you as I've spoken about looking ahead in an intentional way to really design your legacy, not just a legacy, but your legacy, a legacy that has your fingerprints all over it and that has the double-sided power of being both more impactful on the world while at the same time being life-giving and fulfilling for you, then please go to my website, bessiegraham.com and connect with me there so that you and I can explore this more together. If you're a high net worth or an ultra high net worth individual and you sense that you are at a crossroad and want to reclaim your life and legacy to make it your own, but you don't know how to channel all of the disconnected parts of your life and work towards your legacy, that is a journey I can walk with you. You don't have to do that alone. Please reach out to me. Thank you so much for your time and for the way in which you are creating the space to reflect on these really important issues. A thoughtful approach to how you put your time, talent and treasure to work in the world will be life-changing for you and all of those that you touch in the process. Thank you so much for listening to Both And with Bessie Graham. You know you were born to do something significant, so don't leave it to chance. Join me each week to pick up quick tips and ideas that will support you on your journey to live and lead a meaningful life. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode and leave us a review so that other people can find us and feel a little less lonely and a little more supported on their journey of leadership. If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you'll find the link in the episode notes. Please join us. Thank you so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each week. See you next time. Cheers.